Welcome to the Grumpy Metalheads podcast with the Heavy Metal Strength Coach and Shrub666. Hi guys and welcome to another edition of the Grumpy Metalheads podcast. I'm the Heavy Metal Strength Coach and I'm joined as ever by the man, the myth, the legend, a man who doesn't have everything by SPD, Mr. Shrubs666. How you doing, man? Very good. I don't own anything by SPD. <laughs> <laughs> You're a better man than me. Um, so, <laughs> Shrubs, what is our album today? Our album today is... Amen Ra's latest release, De Dawn. So it's D-O-O-R-N-E, which is translated from Flemish into English as The Thorn. Okay. And, and uh, tell me about this band, first of all. Tell you about what? Tell me about this band, first of this all. This band, Amen Ra, they've been around since 1991. They're from Belgium. Uh, 1999, sorry, not 1991. Um, they're from Belgium. Usually their albums are called Mass and then just have a numeric Roman numeral number after it. So I think they're at Mass 6. They started off pretty much as a as a hardcore band, but slowly progressed into sort of like post-metal, bit of black metal thrown in. They're, they're members of a collective in Belgium called the Church of Ra. They're pretty much the principal members of that, but which is just a collective of artists. So yes. whether it be musical artists or or actual sort of like media artists, physical painting artists, that anything like that, photography, there's a massive collective of them. Um, there's a few bands that have come out of Church of Ra, like Vega Dude, Oathbreaker. They're all sort of like members of that collective and they're quite incestuous in terms of band members as well so you've got band members in Amen Ra that are also an Oathbreaker or have been and and, and if someone can't tour because they're in another band that's touring they get a replacement coming from another one of the Church of Rabba so that they're, they're kind of all over the place in terms of that however musically they're they're extremely powerful great songwriters usually sounding fairly anguished and painful but usually with some really like proper hardcore type riffs but they slow them down sometimes and and i just love amen right i think they're seeing them live as well that it's it's a ritual seeing seeing amen right live they're astonishing um live so powerful so emotive you know the only other band that's made me feel even more emotive was uh cult of luna with judy christmas really so um this band proper proper gives you kicks you in the feels every time you watch them yeah. And you just totally get immersed in them live. I also find that when I listen to their stuff as well, that they're, they're one of these bands that you just want to completely immerse yourself in the whole atmosphere that they generate. Yeah. But this album is a slight departure from their normal albums, like the Mass albums. It's one, in a lot of places, it's a lot, lot slower. It's definitely more soundscape as well. So there's lots of atmospherics going on. Even even when they are using like guitars and stuff like that, a lot of the time they're really, really subtle and really, really quiet and, and kind of build that brooding atmosphere that they've done. This is the first time they've done where they've completely sung it in Flemish in its entirety. I mean, it doesn't detract from from anything whatsoever, but obviously it just means you've got to go and read the translation and stuff. And it, and it is quite a journey from, I think, from death back to rebirth, basically, is what the whole album's about. It's It's... 
it's just amazing. I, I'm completely in love with this album. So let's let's go through um, the album song by song. So the first one, <laughs> I can't even say the title of it, um, but it'll definitely be in the show notes. Um, oh, so yeah. How does the album start? Starts off really, really slow, almost to the point where you you don't think anything. You can't really hear anything. Yeah. Um, and then you just get this real slow ambient sound and then you get this sort of like ominous build up once the sound starts coming in and there's a real sense of dread. This goes, and and I think I, if I remember rightly, the song's like quite a long, it, I think it's, yeah, 10 minutes long. I was trying to think it was about nine minutes long. It doesn't really kick off until about two and a half minutes from the end. <laughs> <laughs> so it really is super super slow but it, it, it's kind of telling you to get prepare yourself because you're going to be going on a magical journey of musical sounds and torment and anguish and joy and everything and like i say this it doesn't it doesn't properly fully kick in until the last two and a half minutes but mm. that two and a half minutes is, is unreal as well and you know colin colin van was it colin h van eckhart i think is is his name the the main vocalist you know sounds properly anguished and pained uh, as ever throughout this I, I love his vocal style and then in the background you've got some uh nice subtle female vocals you know that kind of add to the the inherent sort of like haunting feel for the whole song as well um the female vocals are done by caro tanga i think is the way you say her last name and she's the vocalist from oathbreaker so there you go there's the again the connection with oathbreaker and and i think she's she's the one that do, does all the female vocals on this on the whole album so and, and it's quite nice because she can do some vicious screams and and growls as well however for this she's they've used her just for her clean vocals to add that that massive contrast to colin's anguished howls and stuff like that i can't um, believe that voice is coming from someone called colin <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it does is colin sounding like a dying demon <laughs> yeah, yeah okay so this the first song's a, a slow build for eight minutes before um a two minute crescendo where does the album go from there well it takes it back down again this is the whole thing with this album is it, it yeah the next song basically starts off with ambient drone soundscape with a spoken word which is both the combination of colin and caro again which does make for a lovely contrast throughout the whole song i mean the song's called the dude in bluey which means death in bloom so kind of get a hint of what the song's about really but it, it's all spoken word and and it it does feel like a nice change of pace and and it is the shortest song on the album at only four and a half minutes long i very much saw this as an introduction to the next one yes it does it does it does lead into the next one really really nicely which is uh the even men's or everman this is my favourite song on the album, right in the middle there, eight yeah. minutes long, between you know the first two and the last two songs. There's so many elements to this to this song, from from doom to to hardcore and and just so many waves in it, and just it's just shockingly heavy as well. Oh, it, it's ridiculously heavy at moments, and again, Colin's anguished vocals, and then. And then he turns it around and does his clean vocals, which are amazing as well. And and then right right in the middle of it all, he, he does that clean those clean vocals with with a bit more of the subtle riffs going on. But 
And then it just turns straight back into the anguish again. And it's just like, ugh. The transitions on this album between the slower, doomier moments back into the sort, sort of like post-metal post-black metal stuff that they do into the hardcore. The transition from each of those is so smooth mm-hmm. and doesn't feel like it's jarring you at all. It just you just know that it's gonna happen. And and when it takes you there, you just it just puts a smile on your face. Yeah, so some of them in Ra can be really unaccessible. Yes. And it's difficult to listen to. And yes, there's lots of anguish in this one, but I very much thought that they got the balance correct and made it accessible enough but still that high anguish and that that lots of that the post metal stuff that's in there but it doesn't go too far down yeah. that route so it's it's an inherently listenable album even though like you're going to be taken to some dark places as you do listen to it i thought we've got the balance perfect yeah no i i completely agree i think i, I from what i've read uh, around this album this is probably one of their most personal albums they've ever written Although all their albums are, are, are relatively personal from experience and, and things like that. So, but this one feels even more personal and, and it's just, it is just stunning. And, and for me, the Avonmans or the next song, Heck Gloran, those two songs together just make the whole album. Oh yeah. Completely. Uh, I mean, when you go to Heck Gloran, which is translated into English means the dawning, the bass track is the feel for me felt like the main driver throughout this. The the bass lines in this this song were just stunning, uh, and the, at times they just leave the bass sound just to sit there and hang in the air, and then and then you get that subtle calm in the middle of it, and then all of a sudden it just drops into some giant riffs, and you're like, oof, thank you. Very much. This this made it onto so many of my playlists. Like, yeah. They went onto my training playlist for the parts. It went onto the atmospheric playlist it went on to the doom playlist went on to the sludge playlist went on to my pretentious art metal playlist <laughs> and it took me half an hour just to add this to as uh, as many playlists as it needed adding to in a weird way it's similar to the urn album in that it doesn't fit into any one place so if you're in the mood where you just want to put something on and it be in one direction it's just it's just not going to do that um, it's going yeah. to pull you one way, it's going to pull you another way and take you full circle so many times. Yeah. I, I I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I loved it. And then again, with the last song on there, Fort Immer, which I think both the Avonmans and Fort Immer were both released as, as tracks prior to the actual album release. Again, Fort Immer starts off like with this, it's eight minutes long of um, like spoken word and clean guitars. And then and then it just kicks off again and, and you're like oh it's just fantastic you know for you know that that one's the longest track on the album at 12 and a half just over 12 and a half minutes long but you know i put a note on here is like with as with all the tracks before it it's it's more about the atmosphere that the whole song is generating and the journey it's taking you on for each of the individual songs they stand alone on their own but as a whole piece the whole album just seems to work it's definitely more cinematic than their other ones than the mass albums definitely and for me this is one of those ones where you want to put your headphones on lie back in a dark room and and just immerse yourself in it completely I know they had to pull over the car as, as I was listening to this yesterday. <laughs> and just 
let it wash over me. But unfortunately, I was on a motorway and they uh, frown upon you pulling over on the hard shoulder to listen to Amen Ra, officer. <laughs> Do you think it's the best yeah. album? I, yeah, I, I'm questioning whether it's their best. Um, it is certainly up there. I mean, I, I've given this a ten out of ten because I, I just think it's astonishing for you know for the journey and listening that it takes you on. Um, it, it's fantastic. I, I I really liked Mass Six, which was the last album released, and and I for me I think that's still their best album. But this this isn't really isn't far away, and I can't really find much fault between this one and Mass Six. Just Mass Six is more what you know of Amen Ra. Yeah. And this one is more the subtle elements of Amen Ra hyped up, like yeah. super hyped up. And and I think that's why it makes them both so different, but both absolutely stunning albums. And and yeah, I say so I don't think it is their basket best just because I, I slightly prefer Mass Six. But this one is still, I, I still can't stop listening to this one yeah. either. Yeah. I think it's a contender for album of the year. Oh, well and truly. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's right up there, like with Earn that we did last week. Um, those two are quite happily sitting in the prime spots. And I don't know which one I'm going to choose between them at the end of the year, I think, at the moment. We've had quite a few contenders of the year, but these two have blown all of those out, out of the water the last two weeks. We've done a So again, we don't need an essential metal listen just because we've got this one at a 10 out of 10. So, Shrugs, anything that you want to add about this album or anything else that you want to say? No, go and buy the vinyl because it's stunning. Because <laughs> 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 mine turned up and it, and it, 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 looks, it looks stunning. I love the packaging. It's so simplistic. It's just literally like a couple of branches of thorns on the front cover. And it's just so subtle and ordinary, but it just feels like it's got so much feeling to it as well at the same time. It just fits with the music and and everything else. So yeah, just go buy the vinyl and, and appreciate that and listen to it on that. So I think I've got the... Um, I think mine was I think mine's gold edition so my my vinyl is actually a gold color or yellow color I can't remember now as I'm not actually at home to check today yeah <laughs> which one it is but yeah it, it, it's lovely I think it's also I think if I remember rightly this is their first release on relapse as well yeah you're correct so finally got finally got a big label that's got worldwide distribution connected to it to be able to get this this album out to people which is all the credit that they deserve. You know, they've been writing some great material for years and years and years now. And, and it's about time they got that recognition and, and hopefully this this pushes them on to push them up to the next level. Yeah, and check out the YouTube videos um, for these songs as well. I can't remember which ones that they've done, but they're uh, incredible uh, cinematic Aven, pieces. Yeah, the Avon Mans and Fort Immer are the two songs that they've released. No, nice. So they'll yeah. be in the show notes as well. Make sure you check them out, guys. Yeah. And we will see you again next week.